Greater Columbus Sports Commission is proud to celebrate the history of women's athletes and the 50th anniversary of Title IX with a new podcast. The Starting Nine Up podcast will feature some of the most important female voices in local sports. Hosted by iHeartMedia's Matt McCoy, Starting Nine Up explores stories you may be familiar with and others you might be hearing for the first time. Listen and subscribe to Starting Nine Up, a Title IX podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. In 1972, Title IX was signed into law. This prohibited discrimination based on sex and changed the game for girls and women in sports across the nation. To learn more, the Greater Columbus Sports Commission and iHeartRadio invite you to listen to the new podcast, Starting Nine Up. Celebrate the 50th anniversary of Title IX with nine stories about girls and women's sports with the Columbus Connection. Listen and subscribe to Starting Nine Up, a Title IX podcast on iHeartRadio or your favorite podcast platform. Welcome, it's Matt Connerton Unleashed for Friday, April 24, 2020, and I have some very exciting news to share with you about the show. Uh, I'll tell you in a moment what's going to be happening on today's show, but Monday, April 27, we return to being live from the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in downtown Manchester, New Hampshire. That's right. This coming Monday, the show is live. Uh, Live programming is resuming at WMNH 95.3, not only for this program, but for all the shows. The Morning Show uh, with Peter White, uh, The Weekly Die On, Granite State of Mind, Off the Mark Sports with Kyle Heavey, And if there's any other live programming that occurs at the station that I'm forgetting, I apologize. But uh, yes, we are going back live. Uh, We'll still be practicing social distancing, however. There will be only one individual allowed in the station at any one time. So no in-studio guests. I will still have guests, of course, but they will be by phone only or perhaps even Skype but, uh, but no one will be in the studio with me. I will be locking the doors so there won't be any drop-ins. Uh, and, uh, you know, which is uh, too bad because I, I do enjoy having people in there with me. But uh, my show, of course, you know, I can, I can do it by myself as well. So uh, that's the scoop. We are resuming live programming on Monday. And so Matt Connerton Unleashed will be live 
from 4 to 6 p.m. Uh, again, with guests remotely. Uh, and of course, I'll be taking your calls. Uh, I'll be on Facebook Live interacting with you on the Facebook and all of that. So we will be returning uh, to some normalcy. Uh, you know, we've been uh, in, in these uh, couple of weeks uh, that we've been off. We have been, you know, the show has continued, of course. Uh, we've been recording the show at home and then sending it in. Uh, to the great Peter White, who is not only the morning man, but also the program director at the station. And he's been making sure that the shows play in our time slot. And uh, some of them have been uh, shows entirely recorded at home. Some of them have been best ofs. Uh, we had a best of yesterday, and we're actually going to close the week with a best of as well in anticipation of our grand live return on Monday. I also want to remind everyone, though, before I tell you what our uh, final best of, probably the final best of for a while, now that we're going to be able to go live again. I don't think I'll be producing any best ofs for a while, but uh, <laughs> I do want to remind everybody, of course, about our wonderful sponsor, The Hop Knot at 1000 Elm Street in the Brady Sullivan Plaza in downtown Manchester, New Hampshire. Delicious gourmet pretzels. They have craft beer. They have an assortment of wines. Uh, not only are they doing takeout uh, or carryout, whichever term you prefer, uh, during the stay-at-home order, which is still in effect, uh, but they are also doing deliveries now as well. And they're open uh, noon to 7 p.m. So please continue to support our wonderful sponsor as they continue to support the show and the station. And we are very honored and, uh, and privileged to have them as a sponsor. And what we're going to do for this best of, this ought to be fun. <laughs> I've been kind of saving this one, keeping this one in my back pocket. Because we've been doing these character-driven best-ofs, you know, like we had the best of EZG, we had the best of Texas Mike, that one aired yesterday. Uh, what else? The best of Father Bruno, the best of Q, etc. Ladies and gentlemen, today we're going to do the best of John Hopwood. <laughs> and uh, this ought to be fun. Now, uh, let me just tell you, though, uh, I'm going to uh, play clips well, let me put it this way. We already did a best arguments. Actually, we did a series of three uh, Matt Connerton Unleashed best arguments episodes. And as one would expect, John Hopwood was featured heavily in those. So we won't be repeating any of those clips. Uh, but instead, uh, we'll do some of the other uh, uh, silly things that, uh, that we've done with John Hopwood on the show. Uh, one of them, of course, being, which we'll be opening with, uh, one of my favorite moments from the entire history of Matt Connerton Unleashed was when John Hopwood and I uh, did a live reading of the transcript, which we found out later is actually a summary of the transcript, of uh, our President Donald John Trump's infamous phone call with President Zelensky of Ukraine, where I played the role of President Trump and John Hopwood, with a tremendous vim and vigor, played the role of President Zelensky. Uh, I listened to this several times after the show, and it still gives me a good hearty chuckle. And if you've never heard this, I think you'll enjoy it because, like I said, I, I really enjoyed uh, playing President Trump, but 
Hopwood's impression or his interpretation of what he thinks President Zelensky sounds like, <laughs> let's just say he really, really throws himself into the role. He really gets into it. And uh, so I think this is the perfect way to start, what is this, volume 38? Matt Connerton, the best of Matt Connerton Unleashed, volume 38, best of John Hopwood. Here we go. And uh, I'm not alone in studio with me is, uh, who, are, uh, who are you today? John C. Hopwood. John C. Hopwood. C oh. for czar. Oh, wow, yes. Czar John. Yes. Czar, of course, or, spelled C-Z-A-R. I uh, no. C-Z-A-R. That's what I said. I thought you said T-S-A-R. No. I thought you, you're, are you teasing but me? But that is also czar, you're right. So, and you say czar John in Russian, do you know how? How? Czar John. Czar John. 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 Like a D and a Z. John. 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 I can't. Not John. I can't even roll my R. John. Who makes up these languages? John. It's crazy. Oh, my goodness. Uh, the number to call today, of course, is 603-250-6007. It is. 603-250-6007. Hello to Michael Alber, who joins us in the Facebook live chat. And what is the number if they happen to be calling from Africa? Uh, then you have to dial a one first for the country code. Just one? I think so. Isn't our country code one? The U.S. country code? A dean? Huh? A dean. What's a dean? One. Oh. One is the loneliest number, from what I understand. Oh, duh. Uh, let's see. Oh, of course, you can also send a text to 617-917-4476. Oh, I think we already have a call. And then uh, after this, we'll get into the excitement. Oh, my goodness. What's that? Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hello? Mike Doyle? I think we've been pocket dialed. In the car? It sounds like we've been pocket dialed. Well, you did mention seven or eight inches. I did, yes. It might be someone's a little excited. A little excited to talk to you. Hello to uh, Chris Rose, who uh, joins Hello. us online. Hello. 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 Hey, it's it's Wednesday, not Thursday. Did Hello. I say Thursday? I did say Thursday, didn't I? You're right. It's Wednesday. You did say Thursday. It's Prince Spaghetti Day. I apologize. Yes, it is Wednesday. <laughs> it all blurs together in the Have era of Trump. Show. All right. Thank you very much. Hello. Oh, no, that's that part's over. I did say Thursday, didn't I? Oh, my goodness, and there's all these sirens. Oh, my goodness. Sirens. Wow. That's... I was with a siren today. That's actually a lot of sirens. Right across the way. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What do you mean? Elizabeth Rupp. Uh, oh. We had coffee right over there. The acupunk, yes. How, yeah. how is she? The registrar of probate. Yeah, yes, she is. That's right. And not to mistake prostate or anything like that. Because I think there is a local politician who's the register of pro prostate. Well, but, uh, somebody we don't talk to. about that type of stuff. Well, all I can say is I hope he's gloved. Hmm. That would be a good show. His name, ungloved. Oh, right, right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like if I ever held that office, I could be, you know, Matt Connerton ungloved. Would you... Check prostates ungloved. No, there has to be some ethics. No, but during the... the show, like because if I'm if if I'm not checking prostates while I'm live on the air, then while I'm on the air, I'm ungloved. Oh yes, right. Duh, duh. But when I would be off the air, I would wear gloves at all time. It would be my civic duty. 
for your Mickey Mouse look to, you know, to match the shorts? Well, I suppose, yeah. I hadn't thought of it that way. Yeah. I'd never even really considered running for public office until now. That's I didn't know not, that was a thing. That's not true. I don't know if I really want to do that, though, with my fingers. Wearing you know, the kid gloves? I don't know if I want to put my fingers in places like that. Would you use kid gloves? I would. Yellow or white? As a possessor of a prostate myself, I would prefer kid gloves. Pig skin or calf? Oh, jeez, I don't know. Wouldn't that add a significant, you know, significantly to the circumference of your finger, your digit? I, I would imagine. I would, uh, and these are things I would have to consider before I throw my hat into the ring, uh, so to speak. Yeah. Yikes! Or my gloves. Mm-hmm. Um. So we or have something. Uh, or, or oh my goodness! Well, we have something. Uh, oh, now, now there's honking horns on top of the uh, sirens now. So they we want have, to see you drop trial. Well, who doesn't? Well, it's not that not, kind not of show. They don't want you at Creamland anymore. Not, no, that's true. I am not the Creamland pooper, as I think we established Yet the other day. you have been banned. I have been banned, yes. Yeah. Unless, you know, your significant other brings you on a, a leash. Yeah, that, that was the stipulation, yes. Yeah. But, uh, but, but, I'm, but I'm unleashed. That might, yeah. Hey, that's true. Yes. Ever since you gave up the BDSM. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually know what that is. Yeah. The only reason I even... You should. <laughs> the only reason I even know what that is is because of a conversation, and we won't say who, but... Right, the pleasure A, a conversation that we had off air a, a, a few minutes ago uh, about yes. uh, someone who, who taught me what these terms mean. Uh, she taught the world. And... Uh, and or attempted to. And, and was the uh, first person to ever say to me that I was uh, very vanilla, which I am. Plain vanilla or... Because vanilla bean, you know, just is, vanilla. can be exciting. Just vanilla. I'm very vanilla. Not even, she didn't even say plain? No, she just said vanilla. That's a, that, that was insulting. <laughs> I, didn't really, I didn't really care either way. I didn't, uh, you know. Well, I, technically, as a Yeti, you, can, you only can manage one position. That's actually yeah, true. That's, but, uh, that's a, a, a true stereotype oh, yeah. of, uh, of us. But uh, us Yetis. But uh, we have uh, a... Something very exciting for everyone. We are going to uh, do a performance. You we have, are. You have it on your phone, correct? We are. We're going to perform. Yes. We're going to perform for all of you today, and we won't be taking any calls during the performance. This must not be interrupted. Um, uh, we will perform the transcript. It won't take very long. It's only five pages. Uh, uh, Mr. Hopwood will be uh, playing the part of uh, Zelensky, the Ukrainian president da. and comedian. Da. da. Have I been spelling his name wrong or is his name spelled wrong on the transcript? No, it's, t- it's two Y's. Oh, there's two Y's. I've been spelling his name wrong. Two Y's. Like I said earlier, who makes up these languages? That's crazy to me. Two Y's. So it's like Zelensky. Zelensky. Yes. And uh, so John will be playing the part of Zelensky. Zelensky. I cannot do accents worth a damn. So I will be playing the part of Trump. Uh, now, uh, you are all forewarned. Uh, my Trump impression is awful. However, for those of you watching on the Facebook, I will try to compensate for that by doing the, the uh, Trump hand motions while I speak. You know, that, that kind right, of Matt. flipper thing that he does. I have been a stage director. Yes. So I once uh, uh, directed a uh, stage performance. Yes. Where women were playing men, and I told them as 
Now, they perambulated on the stage, these lesbians. What does the word perambulate mean? Walked. Okay. So imagine there was something between their legs or thighs, if you will. Sure. I won't say exactly what it was because this isn't Mac Covington uncut. Correct, you know, like yes. At 3 a.m. Right, whatever. right, yes. But I want you to imagine something similar, mm-hmm. even though, you know, you do know what it's like, even though the anatomy is slightly different and you're a little higher than your normal, you know, Homo sapiens. I am uncut, so I, I know what it's like to have everything, yes. I want you to imagine, like, somewhere in your solar plexus, mm-hmm. there's this heavy ball. It could be lead. or mm. Imagine it like a cannonball. Because okay, got a Trump cannonball. Trump is very martial. Okay. And just, now, imagine you have that in your solar plexus. Now it's going to sag down. Sag to down. Where the can- you remember uh, the story about the woman who saved herself? From the roadside camel by biting it on the testicles. Oh. So it's yes. sagging down towards right. your testicles. Right. This so is I... the weight you have. Right, right. To play Trump. Right, okay. okay. Just imagine Trump this is... sagging right. lead ball or cannonball somewhere, right. you know, below your... I can imagine that. Okay. I think that'll help tremendously, hugely. All right. it, it, this is huge. 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 It'll be huge. Huge. Uh, Michael Albert says, uh, hi, drama. This should be a musical. Where is Robert Dion? And, uh, Who's Robert Dion? Is he, I don't uh, know. Or I know it, there are seven Dion. Or is it Dion? Robert Dion. Oh, Robert Dion from uh, he hosts a show on WMNH, uh, Under the Stage Door or something? Under the Stage Door. No, that's not it, is it? The Majestic Theater. We were walking around without a stitch on. Where did I get Under the Stage Door? Uh... And uh, you did? Did you poop under the stage? Oh, door? Robert Dion is in the Facebook live chat. Am I correct, Robert? Is is this the same Robert Dion? I'm gonna click his profile to see. <laughs> yeah, he hosts a, a biweekly show on here. If it's the same biweekly, if if I have the correct uh, gentleman. Uh. Oh no, that's not him. Is that him? I think that you're having some nerves now about performing. So let's go back to. So I don't think I've ever met him. You have a ball. Okay, right. right. I have a ball. Yes. It's hanging down. Yes, it's hanging down. It's tremendous. There you go. It's huge. Huge. I got a huge. Yeah, you go. I got a huge ball. It's hanging. It's tremendous. And it's hanging. It's hanging down. It's swaying. You're always conscious of it. I'm very obese, even though the White House doctor says I'm not. Right. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Okay. I'm ready. Uh, oh, you have the first. Uh, I have the first line. Okay. This is, so uh, this is uh, the Ukrainian call from July 25th, 9.03 to 9.33 a.m. Eastern. Okay. <clears throat> Congratulations on a great victory. We all watched from the United States, and you did a terrific job. The way you came from behind, <laughs> somebody who wasn't given much of a chance and you ended up winning easily. It's a fantastic achievement. Congratulations. <laughs> you are absolutely right, Mr. President. We did win big. And we worked hard for this. We worked a lot. But I would like to confess to you that I had an opportunity to learn from you. We used quite a few of your skills and knowledge. And we're able to use it as an example for our elections. And yes, da, 
It is true that these were unique elections. We were in a unique situation that we were able to achieve a unique success. I am able to tell you the following. The first time you called me to congratulate me, then I won my presidential election. And the second time you are now calling me, then my party won the parliamentary election. I think I should run more often. So you can call me more often, and we can talk over the phone more often. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good idea. I think your country is very happy about that. Well, da, da. Yes, to tell you the truth, we are trying to work hard because we wanted to drain the swamp here in our country. <laughs> the epic marches and all that, yeah. <laughs> That was a thought balloon added by John Hopwood, by the way. That doesn't appear in the transcript. It was tremendous. We brought in many new people. Not the old politicians. Not like the Sleepy Joes. Uh-oh. <laughs> I hit the wrong button. We can add that the Sleepy Joe was uh, not there either. Oh, right. But, you know, this is what you call... Fake news, yes. right? Poetic yeah. lies. I can, yeah. I can feel like um, Mike Doyle getting ready to get the knives out. Yes. We brought in many new people, not the old politicians, not the typical politicians, because we want to have a new format and a new type of government. You are a great teacher for us, and in that. Well, it's very nice of you to say that. I will say that we do a lot for Ukraine. We spend a lot of effort and a lot of time, much more than the European countries are doing, and they should be helping you more than they are. Germany does almost nothing for you. All they do is talk, and I think it's something that should really you should really ask them about. When I was speaking to Angela Merkel, she talks Ukraine, but she doesn't do anything. A lot of the European countries are the same way, so I think it's something you want to look at. But the United States has been very, very good to Ukraine. I wouldn't say that it's reciprocal necessarily, because things are happening that are not good. Not good. But the United States has been very, very good to Ukraine. Dad, dad. Yes, you are absolutely right. Not only 100%, but actually 1,000%. And I can tell you the following. I did talk to Angela Merkel, and I did meet with her. I also met and talked with Macron. And I told them that they are not doing quite as much as they need to be doing on the issues with these sanctions. They are not enforcing the sanctions. They are not working as much as they should work for Ukraine. It turns out that even though, logically, the European Union should be our biggest partner, but technically, the United States is much bigger partner than the European Union. And I'm very grateful to you for that. Because the United States is doing quite a lot for Ukraine. Much more than European Union. Especially when we are talking about sanctions against the Russian 
Federation. I would also like to thank you for your great support in the area of defense. We are ready to continue to cooperate for the next steps specifically. We are almost ready to buy more javelins from the United States for defense purposes. I would like you to do us a favor, though, because our country has been through a lot, and Ukraine knows a lot about it. I would like you to find out what happened with this whole situation with Ukraine. They say crowd strike. I guess you have one of your wealthy people, the server. They say Ukraine has it. There are a lot of things that went on the whole situation. I think you're surrounding yourself with some of the same people. I would like to have the Attorney General call you or your people, and I would like you to get to the bottom of it. As you saw yesterday, that whole nonsense ended with a very poor performance by a man named Robert Mueller. An incompetent performance, but they say a lot of it started with Ukraine. Whatever you can do, it's a very important that you do it, if that's possible. Ah, yes, it is very important for me, and everything that you just mentioned earlier. For me as a president, it is very important, and we are open for any future cooperation. We are ready to open a new page on cooperation in relations between the United States and Ukraine. For that purpose, I just recalled our ambassador from the United States, and he will be replaced by a very competent and very experienced ambassador who will work or work hard on making sure that our two nations are getting closer. I would also like and hope to see him having your trust and your confidence, and have personal relations with you. Mm. <laughs> with you, so we can cooperate even more so. I will personally tell you that one of my assistants spoke with Mr. Giuliani just recently, and we are hoping very much that Mr. Giuliani will be able to travel to Ukraine and we will meet once he comes to Ukraine. I just wanted to assure you once again that you have nobody but friends around us. I will make sure that I surround myself with the best and most experienced people. I also wanted to tell you that we are friends. <laughs> we are great friends. And you, Mr. President, have friends in our country. So we can continue our strategic partnership. I also plan to surround myself with great people. And in addition to that investigation, I guarantee, as the president of Ukraine, that all the investigations will be done openly and candidly. That 
I can assure you. Good, because I heard you had a prosecutor who is very good, and he was shut down, and that's really unfair. A lot of people are talking about that, the way they shut your very good prosecutor down, and you had some very bad people involved. Mr. Giuliani is a highly respected man. He was the mayor of New York City, a great mayor, and I would like him to call you. I will ask him to call you, along with the Attorney General. Rudy very much knows what's happening, and he is a very capable guy. If you could speak to him, that would be great. The news and the people she was dealing with in the Ukraine were bad news. So I just want to let you know that. The other thing, there's a lot of talk about Biden's son, that Biden stopped the prosecution, and a lot of people want to find out, and that's so, whatever you can do with the attorney general would be great. Biden went around bragging that he stopped the prosecution, so if you can look into it, it sounds horrible to me. Oh, I wanted to tell you about the prosecutor. <laughs> First of all, I understand, and I'm knowledgeable about the situation. Since we have won the absolute majority in our parliament, the next prosecutor general will be 100% my person, my candidate, who will be approved by the parliament and will start as a new prosecutor in September. He or she They'll look into the situation, specifically to the company that you mentioned in this issue. The issue of the investigation of the case is actually the issue of making sure to restore the honesty. So we will take care of that and will work on the investigation of the case. On top of that, I would kindly ask you if you have any additional information that you can provide to us, it would be very helpful for the investigation to make sure that we administer justice. Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Greater Columbus Sports Commission is proud to celebrate the history of women's athletes and the 50th anniversary of Title IX with a new podcast. The Starting Nine Up podcast will feature some of the most important female voices in local sports. Hosted by iHeartMedia's Matt McCoy, Starting Nine Up explores stories you may be familiar with and others you might be hearing for the first time. Listen and subscribe to Starting Nine Up, a Title IX podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Our country, with regard to the ambassador to the United States from Ukraine, as far as I recall, her name was Ivanovich. <laughs> it was great that you were the first one who told me that she was a bad ambassadoress 
because I agree with you 100%. Her attitude towards me was far from the best. She admired the previous president, and she was on his side. She would not accept me as a new president. Well enough. Well, she's going to have to go through some things. I will have Mr. Giuliani give you a call, and I'm also going to have Attorney General Barr call you, and we will get to the bottom of it. I'm sure you will figure it out. I heard the prosecutor was treated very badly, and he was a very fair prosecutor. So good luck with everything. Your economy is going to get better and better, I predict. You have a lot of assets. It's a great country. I have many Ukrainian friends. They're incredible people. Ah, I would like to tell you that I also have quite a few Ukrainian friends that live in the United States. Actually, last time I traveled to the United States, I stayed in New York, near Central Park, and I stayed at the Trump Tower. I will talk to them, and I hope to see them again in the future. I also wanted to thank you for your invitation to visit the United States. Specifically, Washington, D.C. On the other hand, I also want to assure you that we will be very serious about the case and will work on the investigation. As to the economy, there is much potential for our two countries. And one of the issues that is very important for Ukraine is energy independence. I believe we can be very successful and cooperating on energy independence with United States. We are already working on cooperation via buying American oil. But I am very hopeful for a future meeting. We will have more time and more opportunities to discuss these opportunities and get to know each other better. I would like to thank you very much for your support. Good. Well, thank you very much, and I appreciate that. I will tell Rudy and Attorney General Barr to call. Thank you. Whenever you would like to come to the White House, feel free to call. Give us a date, and we'll work that out. I look forward to seeing you. Ah, thank you very much. I would be very happy to come and would be happy to meet with you personally and get to know you better. I am looking forward to our meeting. And I also would like to invite you to visit Ukraine and come to the city of Kiev, which is a beautiful city. <coughs> we, we, yeah, we have a, <laughs> a beautiful country. Which would welcome you. On the other hand, I believe that on September 1, we will be in Poland 
and we can meet in Berlin, hopefully. After that, it might be very good idea for you to travel to Ukraine. We can either take my plane and go to Ukraine, or we can take your plane, which is probably much better than mine. Okay, we can work that out. I look forward to seeing you in Washington and maybe in Poland because I think we're going to be there at that time. Oh, thank you very much, Mr. President. Congratulations on a fantastic job you've done. The whole world was watching. I'm not sure it was so of an upset, but congratulations. (laughs) Thank you, Mr. President. Bye-bye! And scene. There you go. There's the, uh, there it is. The transcript. I wished I'd had some water. <laughs> I know. I, I felt, I, I was feeling bad for you. Well, I, I have to say this, though. You really threw yourself into the role. Well, that's, you know, about to have. Yes, yes. Now, does he actually speak like that, or is that just what you imagine him to, to speak like Actually, I wanted to do Peter Sellers, but it didn't come out that way. Oh, okay. Uh, it's Doctor Strangelove. Yes, yes. Oh, I got this set when I was at the VA. Mm. Uh, something to suck on. Oh, there you go. Well, it's a good well, thing you got that, huh? Kind of like Donald Trump and his sour uh, eggs. Yes, yes. By the way, the phone line is open. Now that we've uh, done our performance, we will uh, take calls, uh, 603-250-6007. It was tender and very touching, I think. It's like a bromance. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're besties. I mean, clearly, uh, Zelensky is uh, very, very grateful and appreciative of the president. Well, he modeled himself after the president. After all, he was an actor and a screenwriter Mm. that played the president of Ukraine on a TV show for several years and never even campaigned. It was a virtual campaign. Yes, yes. And uh, rousing success, 73% uh, in the second round. Absolutely. So these two seem to be, you know, buddies. Yes, indeed. Um, So we have, uh, oh, so we have some uh, Facebook uh, live activity. Michael Albert says the Ukrainian president is as bad as Trump. The U.S. president calls him to congratulate him, and he doesn't say thank you. He makes it all about him, uh, as is typical of uh, Trump. Michael Albert, oh, who, by the way, is a top fan, has top fan status. Uh, reading this, it's like the weirdest phone conversation in the history of phone conversations. Uh, now this is a matter of public record. This should be performed in town squares across the country, like the Lincoln-Douglas debates. Oh, I like that idea. Uh, Joel the Moose Elber, uh, who is a uh, who or who will be a candidate for a state rep up in Concord, uh, joins us in the uh, Facebook live chat Joel, as well. Joel, why don't you get back to me? Well, maybe he... Um, why, do you want to be his campaign manager again? I was up at his house today. Oh, you were? Oh. I was up at the federal court covering the Bible uh, hearing. Oh. No. Yeah. Uh, oh. How do I know? The Bible oh, the Bible tells me so. Tells, tells me. Is it tells me so me or so. told me so? How do to- I know the Bible? Is it told me or t- I can't remember. See, now. I'm not sure either, yeah. We'll know. have to look it up. We can sing it. Yes, yes. Once I well. get my voice back. So what do you uh so now that you are familiar with the transcript what are your uh, thoughts? Well, just a bunch of the same old bully bull bull. Oh, cuz yesterday you were like uh 
you're all excited about, you're all amped up about them uh, moving forward with the impeachment inquiry. I am. You still are? Yes. Okay. But not because of this? Well, the Senate voted unanimously to uh, have the uh, whistleblower report delivered to them. That surprised me. Which is a big blow uh, against the uh, uh, Trump cult. Right. Yeah, that actually surprised me that uh, that they voted in it a bar- bipartisan manner. It did, yes. It did. Mm. It did. It really did. It really did. I think it's too late for this year, but for next year we should uh, submit uh, the uh, performance of the transcript for the uh, the Granite Mike Awards. Why not? Yes. Do you think I sh- should I run for the presidency or the United States Senate in 2020? Maybe I should run for both. Well, you could just run for both, right? You can be on the ballot for both in New Hampshire, can't you? Well, it costs $1,000 to run for president. Mm. But they have an exemption if you're a pauper. But uh, Bill Gardner and the Secretary of State's office won't uh, tell me what that exemption is. Because uh, I guess if uh, it became widely known, there could be like a, more candidates than ran for the governor uh, of uh, California during the great uh, recall of 2000. Or oh, Gray Davis, uh, when they recalled Gray Davis, I remember that. And uh, elected Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. I'll Fred- always regret I didn't vote for anybody but Gray Davis. Right. I could say Gary, was it, who's the little midget that ran? Gary Coleman. I don't think, Gary Coleman? I don't think we're allowed to say midget anymore. The uh, cha- vertically challenged person. Oh, are you thinking, or is it Vern Troyer who ran? Well, it was a prostitute who ran, a madam. Well, there was Mary Carey, the porn star. Oh, that, that but was are, Adam. Too. But you're, you're, are you thinking of actual candidates, or are you thinking of that game show Comedy Central did, who wants to be governor of California? No, I'm thinking of the, I actually oh. voted. There was 200 oh, okay. some odd names. Oh, I know. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Because Mary Not Carey really. Mary Carey won that. She won the, the game show for who wants to be governor of California. Wasn't Gary Coleman a, uh, a, a Caucasian taller actor that was in, uh, you know, mid middling uh, actor? No, Gary Coleman was on different strokes. He was the midget? He's the one who said, I mean, the well, wasn't a midget. He was just very short. He's the one who would say, what you talking about, Willis? Fred Bonick joins us in the uh, Facebook live chat. I, I, I just see Fred's name now. I fear that he might have missed our uh, our award-winning, I'll just uh, say it in advance, our award-winning performance of the transcript. Do you think that uh, he'll be able to see it in any other venue? Of course. And what would that venue be? Oh, you mean our performance? Aye. Well, it's it's on Facebook. It'll be on YouTube. And, of course, it will be uh, available at WMNHradio.org. But I think it's important that people not only uh, listen to it, but view it. Because, you know, it's important that they see my... Because my impression of Trump is terrible. So I try to make up for it with the hand motions. And, of course, uh, you... Uh, I mean, you really threw yourself into the role of Zelensky. So I think people need to see you. See your face as you're speaking the dialogue. Because you were, like, turning red and everything. I mean, it was remarkable. Uh, Gary Coleman was a dwarf. He was, technically? A dwarf is having an adult height under 147 centimeters. Mm. Four foot ten. Come on down to the Hop Knot at 1000 Elm Street, Manchester's premier craft beer and gourmet pretzel bar. Tell us more, Trudy. We make our dough fresh every day. We make a variety of styles of pretzels and serve craft beer, cocktails, and a few bottles of wine. We do the traditional pretzel, and we have multiple flavors for that. We also do stuffed pretzels, pretzel sandwiches, free dessert pretzels, and pretzel knots. The Hop Knot in the Brady Sullivan Plaza at 1000 Elm Street.
John Hopwood, do you have a stage name? No. No. Well, you know, well, we were pitched that song, Hillbilly Jim, you know, never did come on, although he does plan on making amends. Good. To sing his song, uh, VA Blues. VA Blues. V- VA for Veterans Administration? Oh, yes. Yes. Veterans Administration Blues. Okay. And it gave me an idea listening to the, uh, what do they call it, a demo tape? Or, they mm. don't think it was, it was very rough. Yes. But, you know, that type of music, that country music often is. Yes, know, of course, so. yes. So I got an idea while we're sitting here, and you saw me working away, of oh. that, that Scumpy talked about a parody, of doing a parody song, uh, Prison Blues. and Oh, in honor of Michael Cohen. But, you know, this is very rough. It's very, uh, what would you call it? Besides relevant. Or Says who? Or contemporaneous, because it's more than contemporaneous. Oh, very uh, appropriate, very apropos, which I guess you're, you're is the same using thing. Wh- you're using white uh, boys language. Very, uh, Come on, though, yeah, there, hip, there is another word. Where's uh, Ben Dion? Uh, is no, he running around with Sue? Wrong day. Today's Wednesday. We have the, the sports show is on after us. Perhaps he, we'll uh, see Kyle popping. You uh, current and relevant with the latest uh, That's true. phrases from the high school. That's true, yes. Yeah. Okay. Because, uh, you know, I want the young listeners to think I'm a hep cat and not some jive turkey. There's no way to isolate the track from a Hank Williams song to back me up. What do you want? Uh, well, I can see if the so. What do you want? Like an instrumental uh, of a Hank Williams song? Is that what you're saying? Well, it's. Ba- I guess this is based on "Lovesick Blues" by Hank Williams Sr. Well, I can see if. Uh, okay, of course, that so. might throw you off when you have it in back there. You know, well, right? You know, I, I don't do this professionally, as you all can tell. Uh, if maybe if I did have some talent that way, I wouldn't be in the low income bracket I am now. Um, trying to see if there's a karaoke version. Uh, a karaoke version. Are you allowed to use that though? Yeah, without of course. getting into some type of Facebook hell, which are oh. you out of your Facebook hell? Well, that's a love se- th- That's blues. a separate thing uh, that's very weird. But uh, all right, so I found the karaoke version. Is somebody calling in? No, somebody's calling myself. I don't know why people call my cell phone when I'm live on the air. I text you while you're live on air. Sometimes, and sometimes I... Sometimes I, I call you when you're see live the, on air. Greater Columbus Sports Commission is proud to celebrate the history of women's athletes and the 50th anniversary of Title IX with a new podcast. The Starting Nine Up podcast will feature some of the most important female voices in local sports. Hosted by iHeartMedia's Matt McCoy, Starting Nine Up explores stories you may be familiar with and others you might be hearing for the first time. Listen and subscribe to Starting Nine Up, a Title IX podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's true, but, but, but not my cell phone. You called the studio line, yes. Zero, zero, seven. All right, are, are you ready? Shall, shall I go? Yeah, ahead let's and, uh, hit it. All right, here hit it. Here we go. I hope I can match it up, though. I hope so too. I do because you know. I don't. I don't hear anything. Oh, there we go. Here we go. I've got a feeling called the prison blues. What a terrible thing. I can't believe it's all over. But the iron door went ka-ching. I've got to get a pardon somehow. But that's not likely now. Trump screw stormy, screw me, screw you. And then I gotta get a little back here. I hate the way my cellmate calls me sweet. 
What happened? <laughs> I hate the way my snowman calls me sweet daddy. Heidi Hamer's calling me right now. Heidi, why are you calling me during a broadcast? Oh, let me put you on speaker, Paul. Oh. My dog is howling. I hate the way your daddy. What? Do what? Am I shouting? Oh, shut up. Jeez, so, you know, that she gets elected and it all goes through her head. I know, right? Jeez, I just got rid of my lyrics. You want to try it again? <laughs> you want to start no, we'll over? Keep, no, why start over? It's going to go on forever, right? Yes, it's just going to... Okay. No, you not, not really. But the iron door going ka-ching. We might have to work on oh, okay. it. Right. But Trump's... See, there's a little dissonance here. Because it goes in the song, She do me, she do you. And then we go. So we have uh, Trump screw Storm. He screw me, he screw you. Well, get rid of Stormy, right, Master? What the hell are you doing there? Yes. What? Well, I, I consider, you know, you're sitting in Peter White's seat, so you must be the master. Oh, right, the master, yes. Okay, I don't know if we're going to get this. I hate the way my soulmate calls me sweet death in there but we will eventually well, all right so you want to you want to take it from the top because the karaoke is almost over oh yeah let's 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 try it again and no calls from state reps particularly right. democrats and republicans libertarians feel free to call all right so we're going to start this because because ah! it's only what, what voice should i it's use? only three minutes long i, I think never you did do the louis armstrong you might need show. oh no you need more twang twang oh i gotta be like hillbilly jam yeah. Ah, imagine Billy Jim. just imagine yourself with a piece a of straw Billy hanging Jim. out of your mouth. A piece of straw? What what about out of my fly? Well, I don't have a fly. I got buttons here in my overalls. That's fine too. Well, we don't It's it's theater of the mind. We you don't need to worry me about to that. You channel Hillbilly Jim? Yes. Not Hillbilly Jim the wrestler, but Hillbilly Jim the uh, reverend of the Tax Free Church of mm, Oh, hello mm. to uh, the Honorable Gary S. Hopper, who joins us in the Facebook live chat. Does Gary have the prison blue? I don't, I don't I don't believe Gary's currently in prison. No, I, I, I he might be in prison by an ideology. Matt. Right. Yes. A prisoner of his conservatism. Yes. Well, constitutionalism. R that, too. I thought he was a constitutionalist. Well, they're the same thing, really. Okay, I, you know, okay, uh, you know, maybe it would help to have listened to the actual song beforehand. No, you were, you were doing great the first time. You just need it's to that, tighten it up it's a little. That afterthought about I hate the way my uh, cellmate calls me sweet daddy. How you, would you like to have a cellmate calling you sweet daddy? Well, I'd rather not have a cellmate. Oh, yeah. I'd rather not be in prison. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, salad tossing, especially. I mean, that, I've got a busy schedule. I think being in prison would interfere with my day. What about this, the iron door? What, what is a prison door? What would you call it? The barred door? The barry door? That's, <laughs> the, that's the, like a just, clockwork orange. You're going to be in the stripey place. I, I, I don't think they call it any of those things. Yeah, you don't, people don't watch the prison movies anymore. Where they, it goes, Not everything has a special name. Sometimes things are just called what they're called. What do they call a jail cell door? How would, I've never, I've never been, to, been to prison. I don't know. You, you call it... Uh, oh, you call... Oh, yeah. The, technically, you haven't been to prison. The dog pond, you know, is, uh, you know... No. It's a, cri a critter. Critter... Uh, sure. Crash. All right. Crash. Are, are you ready? Are you ready I'm to... Uh, ready. All right. Here we go. Here we go. This is... Uh, 
John Hopwood singing. Okay, uh, well, let's get into the Hill Hillbilly Jim twang. Hillbilly Jim performing Lovesick Blues. No, the Prison Blues. Oh, the Prison Prison Blues. Whatever. Yeah. I got a feeling called the Prison Blues. What a terrible thing! I can't believe it's all over. The door went ka-ching. I've got to get a pardon somehow, but that's not likely now. Trump, screw me, screw you. I hate the way my cellmate calls me sweet. Daddy. Oh, jeez, uh, that last daddy, that took something out of me, man. Hmm, I've, I've heard that before. Yeah. We have a little rapping in here, yo. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I was in love. Oh, we, we kind of lost our place. Oh. I was in love. I was in love with a billionaire cab. Elected press with less than a chat. That's where I got the thing from, you know, Joel. Oh, right, yes. We, we need to work on this, Matt. Mm. But I got it. <laughs> Somehow I'm lost, I can man. take the beat. It, it's, it, this is harder than his coconuts. Oh, my goodness. Wow. This isn't the song, though. It's not? Okay, let's hit it. I got a feeling called the prison blues. What happened to the dream? I can't believe it's all off, Matteo. Well. I need a little deafness. I need like a real, like a master flashback there. That can take that. <laughs> what? Uh, you can take that, uh, the disc, you know? Oh. You've got me, a DJ. Uh, yeah, DJ. Didn't I say that? I, 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 well, no, but I know. I figured out what you meant. We're gonna, we're gonna have to record this and work on it because. Yeah. I don't know. It's pretty good already. I mean, it's it's uh, it's Maybe raw. It what's what's Michael Cohen's song like? What's what's? Well, uh, do you have a thing of him? We can make him sing. Is that a hillbilly show? So hillbilly who? might be pretty po. He's in the WWE Hall of Fame, that uh, Hillbilly no, Jim. That not, we're talking about Hillbilly Jim O'Connell. Oh, right. Not, not, not Jim O'Connell. Oh, right, the, right. He yeah. the show and likes to spar with uh, yeah. you know, Dr. Jeff Cassell. You know, he's wow. going to have a, uh, a response to that, that uh, diss track. Is that him? That sounds like Ryan Gorman. That was Ryan Gorman. Does Ryan Gorman sound like Michael Cohen? You don't have any Michael Cohen voice? All I have is uh, the... Uh, I've got a feeling called the... I just have the says who and the says who extended. Says who? Polls. I just told you. Wait, I answered your wait, question. How does okay. uh, Which polls? Donald Trump talk? All of them. Okay. What I ever think of, I think he's, he's doing Burt Lancaster. You gonna you want to try doing I've it as a, Donald Trump? I've got a feeling called the prison blues. Wow, you sound what just like him. What a terrible thing. I can't believe it's all over. But what would it be for Ronald? For you sing it so much better without Ronald the music. Trump. Acapella. It's like you, you suddenly have a golden throat. What would go? Uh, what would rhyme with thing that uh, would happen to Donald Trump if he was going to go to jail? What would Melania? He's going to lose Melania, but thing, ting, ding. I'm going to lose the dingaling. No, she's not. He's the dingaling. Right. Guy. She's going to lose the dingaling. What's he going to live? That's ing, thing, ding, bring, bling, bling. Oh. He's going to oh, lose I all his it. bling. I can't believe it's all over. 
over because of well now I'm back at Hillbilly Gym because of that fling. Because oh, there fling. you go, there you go. I've got to get a pardon somehow, but that's like not likely from Pence now. I screwed you, I screwed me, I screwed everybody. I hate the way my soulmate calls me sweet daddy. You actually do sing much better a cappella. It's weird. <laughs> it's the end of a dream. Not, but see, I'm, I'm, now I'm no longer uh, uh, the Donald Trump. Yeah. Well, maybe you should just, uh, you, you don't have to do an impression. You can just be you. I can't believe it's all over, but that's what it seems. Now it's. I got actually very good. I got to get to her somehow. I got to get to Pence somehow. But he's off. Well, he doesn't sleep with other women, does he? Oh, Mike but Pence! But he's off. How dare you? And Mike Pompeo now. He do what? me. He screw. He screw me. He screw you. See, it starts out in the first stanza. Uh, I screw you. I screw right. You. But yes. now it's Pence is going to screw. Pence becomes Trump. That would be the logic. He's off us. You know. He screw me. He screw you. I can't <laughs> believe my cellmate calls me sweet daddy. Hello to uh, Thomas Massengale who joins us in the Facebook well, live that's chat. Certainly, uh, uh, pissing on the campfire. Can we say that? <laughs> I've known Tom uh, all my adult life. Yeah. Since I was 18 when I met him. Yeah. Uh, and my adult life started maybe a few years ago. Did you guys ever sing together? No. Uh, mm. He was a guitarist, but I don't remember him ever singing. So, we got to do this as Michael Cole. I think there's some real promise in here, and we can have it as a, well, we don't want to just a Matt Connington. Well, you don't use the word joint anymore because you got sued by Spike Lee. That's right. Yeah. A Matt Connington stub. No, that sounds like Wikipedia. Yeah, that, and and there's other problems with that as well. Um, I screw you, he screw you, he screw me. <laughs> I love the way. Tom says, uh, "Come back, John. We I'll take a flying, you know." And what? then there's no. Uh, oh, um, and then he says, "Joni, I've got a feeling called the prison blues. What a terrible thing." I can't believe it's all over. Oh, Johnny. But Mike Johnny. Pence. Mike Pence has got to have done something. Just took the oath. What the, what thing like an oath runs with ing or something around there? You you were you ever a lyricist? Yeah. See, you, you, drive, you drive Glenn R.J. Ouellette to the streets. Yes. He has to adjust his cod piece in the freezing cold. The great lyricist of Manchester, New Hampshire. I can something take Something with an oath. You know, folks, you can call in or, or send stuff in. What's Something, the line? Mike Pence, ing. Uh, Mike's, you know, a ding, need, he's not going to call him a dingling. I need to hear the line. What I love the dingling system. Because I, I, I can do it, but I need to hear it. What are you trying to rhyme? Okay. Uh, are we going to do it as Brett Lancaster? You know, because I can't do I Donald Trump. I've got a feeling. Well, he was in prison. Birdman of Alcatraz. Oh, there you go. Oh, great movie, too. Uh, Brute Force. Mm. All right, what's, Jules the, Dassin, what, what, what's the line you're trying to rhyme? Because I can do I've it. I've got a feeling called the pris. I got a feeling called the prison blues. Hank Williams was a great yodeler. He was always yes. yodeling. Yes. Jesus, he could take a. I got a feeling called the love sea. You know, blues. He can just yodel like mad. 
You know, oh. that's what Donald Trump will be doing uh, if they do arraign him. And, He'll be yodeling? Uh, indict him after the uh, uh, impeachment conviction. He'll be yodeling, uh, all the, not down the valley. I could see your eyes, you know. And, uh, my, he'll be yodeling uh, in the halls of the court. My grandmother would yodel when she'd call in her cat at night. She'd go, here, kitty, 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 kitty. But she'd yodel say it like really fast. Lady, you know a great yodeler? Marlon Brando's childhood friend. I've heard that. Uh, Tom Massengale in the Facebook in the file in the uh, Facebook live chat says uh, Teresa May survived. Who gives a good? Well, apparently, that. apparently we're, Tom does. We're creating a classic parody song about now it's Donald Trump that's in jail. I still Michael don't know Trump. what you're trying to rhyme. I'm getting gas now. Are you? You're getting a little gassy. There's a joke in there somewhere, but we're not going to do that. Oh, you think you're a big star now. You're waving to women in the hallway. I always saw it going on. The public TV would get me laid, and it didn't. I don't think the TV, the radio's helping either. Yeah, I don't think it is. I'm in love, I'm in love with the beautiful girl. You're hitting the the mic somehow Uh there, and it's, yes, there you go. You can't hear that? All right, what are you trying to rhyme? I got a feeling called the prison blues. What a terrible thing. <laughs> I can't believe it's all over. And now if we're going to be Trump, but Mike Pence, but Pence is doing his, he already did things. But Pence is about to be the new king. King? That just doesn't have any. King and thing rhyme. Pence, but Pence has been crowned the new king. But Pence has been crowned the new king. There's a little too much in there. Since it's country music, you can drop out all sorts of syllables. You know? <laughs> yes. Pence crowned new king. Well, there you go, yes. you got to get that yodeling in here. Man. I'm not you're a yodeler. Not very... In 1972, Title IX was signed into law. This prohibited discrimination based on sex and changed the game for girls and women in sports across the nation. To learn more, the Greater Columbus Sports Commission and iHeartRadio invite you to listen to the new podcast, Starting Nine Up. Celebrate the 50th anniversary of Title IX with nine stories about girls and women's sports with the Columbus Connection. Listen and subscribe to Starting Nine Up, a Title IX podcast on iHeartRadio or your favorite podcast platform. The Just Because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast. From Mickey D's? From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm yodeling. Genetic, challenged. Where did the DNA come from for the yodel? I'm the Irish. Kids. Irish people don't yodel. Oh, my mother yodeled. Yodel, yodel, lady. Yeah, you think she was really Irish? She could have. half Irish. She could have been lying to you. Her father was Irish. Oh. Her mother was Scotch Irish mm-hmm. and French Canadian. Well, that's a little different. Along with uh, Pierre Trudeau. So I guess Justin Trudeau, too. Tom's asking if you've been hitting the sauce. I don't think he appreciates how... I've got to get a pardon somehow. But that's not likely now. Pence, screw me. He screw you. And then You're, you got uh, the bed that's it. That sounds terrible in the mic. That, there you go. Well, you know, we we're supposed to have a you know recording studio. The last time I was in your recording studio... The laughter from all around that kind of threw everything off. Yes, yes. But of course, we don't talk about those days. Anymore. No. 
Oh, Tom is a dual citizen, he says. I didn't know that about him. Is that true? Or is he Or is he saying this to uh, throw us off the case? Okay, my, what's Michael calling? Does he have, I don't can't do a New York accent. <laughs> Me neither. What is a New Yorker sound like? But he does speak with a New oh, York he's accent. Yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. Well, Tony Soprano's sort of Ooh. No, that's the guy. New Jersey. That was the car 54. Where are you? Joe E. What's his name? Ooh, ooh. When did they flip you? Tell me. Right. Don't lie. I got a feeling called the prison in blue. So you can't yodel when you're, you're a New Yorker. New Yorkers don't yodel. Yeah. What a terrible thing. You got to figure out a way to stop tapping the mic like that. I can't. I was tapping the uh, floor. I, I know. Just I try to do it softly. I can't believe it's all. Now, see, I, I'm going into the country. Yeah, that's all right. I thought you were on a good track with that. I can't believe it's all old. Just, uh... See, you're, Michael Cohen doesn't have the soul to friggin', I mean, to, uh... You can say friggin'. Let, let loose. But I think Donald Trump does, if we could just get his voice down. I bet Michael this Cohen... This could be huge, Matt. You get a few drinks in Michael Cohen, I bet he does let loose. This could be huge. We could do it for Melania, but we'd have to somebody with a, uh, that can do her voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My friend that did sound like it says, please tell me I do not sound like Melania. He says, no, no, you don't. <laughs> but uh, she did. Yeah, I've got I've got a feeling called the prison blues. You're not much help, are you? Help with what? I've been trying to I be. I you were some type of DJ. I, I, I've been very encouraging. Well, you, know, I, you well, sound Grand better acapella. You know, yes. Fab Five Freddy, Grandmaster Flash, and the Furious Fab Five. Five Freddy. Yeah, said everybody something. Did he say that? It's some Blondie song. I just remember White Fab Lines. Fab Five Freddy say blah 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. And isn't Fab Five Freddy? Isn't he on the? Uh, isn't he on? Uh, uh, the uh, Blondie uh, track there. Yeah. Well, he's not on, but he's referenced. Or he's referenced. Yeah. That's the first song. Main Street Five. It says hip hop. Ask Tom whether he's seen, he's uh, he met the. Every, if you oh. ever saw Grand, uh, you know those guys, Fab Five Freddy and Grandmaster Flash, because he was the person that. I, I listened to rap with Tommy Boy Records. Did you just it. did you just ask me to ask him that? Yeah, he can hear you. You know, Yeti, <laughs> you are a pain in the. If I had a buttocks, it would be you'd be a pain in them. Oh boy! Did, did you did you get that salve for me? Did I get what? The salve they make out of Yeti spore. No. It did wonders That's for me. Extremely offensive out there. Uh, I gave you the garlic cure. Tom says, tell Hop I pledged allegiance to Her Majesty. And tell him uh, that he And is her descendants. An, I'm, uh, you know, he uh. pledged allegiance to my uh, cousins. Oh. I'm, I'm related to Princess Di. Excuse me. I didn't know that when I was in England. I, I just, found that out. I just had to sneeze. I never have to sneeze in this room. For well, whatever you know, reason, the, the stank. I think your uh, your you yodeling makes me sneeze. You aren't useful as a DJ. I thought you were going to help me with a classic. What, what you you sound better a cappella? You really do. Yeah, but I, I can't uh, I can't do Donald Trump. Should we just stick to Michael Cohen? He also says he has two passports now. Oh, geez, who doesn't? I don't. I, I don't. <laughs> Ask me if he has a buzzer. He can hear you. No, he can't. Why not? Because I'm doing a mind meld. On. Oh, right. But how come Listen, I can hear you? You, you, you're not, you know what? You've been here pretending you're a champ, but you're a tramp. What's that from? DJ Sizzle. You're a fizzle. Oh, yeah. You're a fizzle. D, uh, MC you Sizzle's 
MC. Skills never fizzle. I thought no. you were DJ Fizzle. No, no. It's DJ Glenn. M Sizzle. What's DJ Glenn? No, it's Glenn RJ Willette. No, DJ Glenn. What? DJ Glenn. You know what the RJ and I? You I've, just won't. Run, you you won't run. This is the truth. Thought no. Mm. He won't run DJ Glenn's rap to get back at him. I finally figured out, by the way, what the RJ uh, in uh, Glenn you? RJ Willette stands for. You know what it stands for? Stands for real sexy, just saying. Did Stands you know that? For Julius. Hmm? He was conceived at the uh, Orange Julius stand in Brooklyn and then take <laughs> hauled up to Canada. That's so well, You I didn't, didn't know that? I didn't. Yeah, no. Is that it's a good Rick, thing he wasn't? He's how really do you know that? Glenn. It's really Glenn uh, uh, OJ. Wait a minute. That. I got to check something. But here. they were to put too many O's in his name. You know what I mean? You know, because he, he, he has the. As Bishop of God. Tom says, uh, Tom says, good night, gents. I just looked it up in Wikipedia. It's true. How did you know that, though? I can't believe Wikipedia has such detailed information. I used to be a Wikipedia. About, uh, about Glenn, real sexy, just saying, Willette. OJ, you know, the Orange Julius sand. No. Oh, yeah. Not anymore. It's something different you know, now. His father was, now a, it's was a, Macy's. a good man, but he wasn't a big spender. And thank God that soon-to-be Mrs. Willette liked, uh, you know, hot, hot dogs and knockfest. Thank goodness. You know, you can't get a good uh, hot dog knock first in Van Buren, Quebec. Even to this day. Oh, you just got to know where to go. Now, how am I, folks, how am I going to bring this classic to fruition? Like Mrs. O.J. Ouellette brought uh, Glenn up to Canada in her very being when I've got a fraud for a DJ over here. What do you mean? Where's your, where are your platters? Where's your Do you want table? Uh, you want You could have taken when I when I'm going into there. You could have gone right back. You know. You want a hip hop? <laughs> uh, you want a beat? You're gonna rap it? That's what you should do. You oh, should rap it. Where's the camera, folks? I'm being tormented here. Just a few bad yeti sayings. I I get what you're looking for. I'm gonna give a sassy your your number. You need. Uh... I don't want any of that crap. I want Hank Williams. I've got a feeling called the prissy Just let's just blues. here. Just just uh, let's see how it sounds. Let's see how it sounds over that. Oh yeah, that's something like fake, like a four-year-old playing Mozart with a cheap uh, Radio Shack synthesizer. There you go. Try to wrap that. No, actually, just sing it over this. See how it sounds. Oh, I won't. Aw, you're no fun. It's a country song. It doesn't have to be. It can have more than one version. You're a bully. It can be more than one format. I'm being bullied here on the air. Look at at the Cupid's ball in his hair. Oh, Jesus. I'm going to put this online, and there is a seven-letter word that goes with it. Cupid's bow? Don't don't touch the locks. What are you... I have a Cupid's bow? That's like your lips, right? But My we lips? don't talk about your mandible. I don't know what you're talking about. It says right over here, don't talk about Matt's mandible. Well, yeah, it does say that. That's an FCC regulation. Why don't you, like, look away like you're uh, talking into the mic? Look away? Like I'm talking in... I am talking into the mic. Yeah. How long does it take look to take... There. How long does it take to look take Look at a, the flag it takes you, you, de- you let me desecrate. It takes you uh, longer to take a picture Can than I help it, it, than it does to compose Can I help it that my phone is, like, focusing lyrics. 8 million times? Oh, my God. What year is that phone? Is that like one of those burner phones that uh, Joel bought? <laughs> oh, we're going to be mocking. Mocking the... Mock the Yeti. Okay. No. How do I get this on uh, uh, social media? I don't know. 
What is that? Your first time using that? What is what is that? That's not even a phone, is it? Is that a BlackBerry? What is that? Dear Carol what Robidoux. Do, what do you have? I am being I am under duress here up on the fourth floor. I heard that everyone pronounces her name wrong and it's actually it's pronounced Rubidoux. It's actually pronounced Rubidoux, yeah. Rubidoux. Rubidoux. Carol Rubidoux we from wrap Manchester and Carol Rubidoux's point of view. Well, I like Carol. I'm not going to we'll, we'll, record we'll a distract about crazy her. Guggenheim. The Rubidoux rap. <sighs> all the all the uh imbeciles she has to put up with in the Queen City, you know, as a genderless news person. Mm. The Rubidoux rap. Do you know, so he got three years, Michael Cohen. He blames it on blind loyalty. He He got 36 months. Blind loyalty. Did he flip? To Trump. He did flip, yes. I got a feeling called the prison blues. Trump doesn't uh, like that. He doesn't like flippers. I know all about flipping. For 30, 40 years, I've been watching flippers. It it almost ought to be outlawed. It ought to be outlawed. What uh, happened to the dream? I've got to get a pardon somehow. But that don't look like it's going to happen now. He screw me, he screw you. Says who? Right the way my cellmate calls me sweet daddy. Oh, yes, Matt. You're no help at all. I know. Well, I tried to help. I tried. I gave you a dope beat. Yetis don't have. Yetis don't have a soul. You know what mm-hmm. you say. Mm-hmm. No, you you rose to the top before you decide descending to this level, out of sheer violence and terror, terror, terrorizing people. You know, one time Michael Cohen said he would take a bullet for Trump. Just like a somehow, uh, I don't think Trump feels the same about Michael Cohen. A Yeti's a one man mafia, although we can't use that word. One man mob. Have you uh? Would you take a bullet for Glenn, real sexy, just saying, Willette? The only person besides my country I'd die for, so yes. Mm-hmm. Know, okay, good. Uh, yeah. Is, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Are you having a stroke again? I always worry about that. Every time you do that, I, I, get, I get concerned. It's like, uh, what's, what's going on over there? <laughs> I probably shouldn't even joke Wednesday about that because one of these days it's going to. It's starting to come through. One of these days it's going to actually happen. Norm is. Norm, I wonder if Sassy's calling Norm's show. Oh, was Sassy a wolf? Wolfen? Oh, I don't know. A werewolf? I don't. Uh, I don't. He talk did pretend about, he was a yeti. I don't talk about Sassy. That's uh, sexy. That just brings uh, sexy uh, sassy. bad things, you know. Sexy sassy. Yeah. Isn't that a song by? Uh, Beatles? Sexy sassy? Made a fool of we could do, but we, if you touch any Beatles stuff, you'd wind up in Siberia. <laughs> so you talk with all the lawyers they have. Yes. Tom grew up with the son of, uh, of Linda McCartney's, well, of father. So I guess that's her brother. No. It, it happens out that way. You know, frequently when your father has a, a, a child, they're either your brother or sister or, some, or one of five others. I don't even know what you just said. What? Oh, well, yeah, that's why I should have been an attorney. Right. right. Yes, uh, you should have been. Dope. Have the dope over here with that dope hair. I think you would be in contempt Let's of court go. on uh, on many an occasion. You ruined my song. How did I do that? You did that because you've got a contract to deal with Hillbilly Jim. The bib overalls, the straw hat. Wow. Well, Offensive. You, know, you, you fight there. I'm his uh, Svengali. 
Come on down to the Hop Knot at 1000 Elm Street, Manchester's premier craft beer and gourmet pretzel bar. Tell us more, Trudy. We make our dough fresh every day. We make a variety of styles of pretzels and serve craft beer, cocktails, and a few bottles of wine. We do the traditional pretzel, and we have multiple flavors for that. We also do stuffed pretzels, pretzel sandwiches, free dessert pretzels, and pretzel knots. The Hop Knot in the Brady Sullivan Plaza at 1000 Elm Street. I get in here, I get logged on, I'm getting ready for the show, and uh, just as virtual Dave Ridley has taken over the computer, uh, he is not alone. Uh, we have uh, somebody else. You here. know, listen to somebody, you know, you're not, you're not just saying Lenny Bruce or something, and, you know, get a better routine. Yeah, uh, virtual John Hopwood uh, is also here. Uh, I haven't heard from the real, uh, the, the physical human John Hopwood, but uh, virtual John Hopwood uh, appears uh, appears to have uh, teamed up with Virtual Dave Ridley. What will be interesting is uh, the real John Hopwood, of course, as you may have noticed, uh, d- not a particularly big fan of John McCain. Uh, so it'll be a very interesting, I think, as of the show goes forward, to see how the ghosts of John McCain and Virtual uh, John Hopwood uh, get along. So we'll we'll have to see how I that goes. I have a clear record of bipartisanship. So there you go. I don't know what that has to do with anything, uh, 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 Ghost of John McCain. No, grow up. No. Grow up. Live in the real world. Well, he, right? he, he's, he's a ghost. I don't know what you want from him, Virtual John Hopwood. They're already bickering. I knew this would happen. I knew these two would not get along. And uh, John Hopwood is here. Hey, I got a trivia question. It has to do with the movies and John Wayne. Oh, and, Jesus, uh, way. Okay. Oh, what was that? Oh, uh, hey, vir- Virtual uh, John Hopwood butting in. Maybe, maybe he you're, you're gonna get, you're gonna get me like uh, what was the guy's name? Yason. Maybe he doesn't. Uh, maybe he's not into the John Wayne discussion. Uh, I hate being bored. Oh my goodness! Well, I'm getting the f bombs are loading <laughs> up here. Well, oh my goodness! You know, grow up. Well, grow up. Live in the real world. Now, virtual, right? virtual this John is the Hopwood. Real world. Virtual John Hopwood is being very rude, and I apologize to, virtu- to, to the real John Hopwood. I mean, yes, I know. I mean, that's the irony of it. Uh, I'll tell you. Well, Who said? I'm gonna. This is an, a movie quote, and it's by a uh, character who the a- actor who played him was nominated for an Oscar the same year Duke won his Oscar for True Grit. I ain't a real cowboy. But I am one hell of a stud. Is that Ryan Gorman? No, but it does sound like Ryan Gorman. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. His, I'll give you a clue. His daughter also won an Oscar, popularized uh, tattoos, and was married to some blonde-haired actor who I couldn't stand. Who gives a mm-mm? Who gives a damn? I don't think virtual John Hopwood uh, really appreciates your, your question. Uh, uh, real John Hopwood doesn't uh, <laughs> ever appreciate how obnoxious oh, oh my John goodness. Hopwood was. Well, uh, hello to uh, C.K. Trowbridge, who joins us in the Facebook live chat. My goodness. Well, what can you do? You sound upset with virtual John Hopwood. Well, you know, we, we have talked about that. that listen, remember, you, like I said, oh, get a virtual John Hopwood. And then when I heard him, I was like, oh. Good God. Yes, I yes. I flashbacks. Thank you. Oh, are you out there? Daryl, just sit down for a second. It's, it's from what? Mid Bistro. Okay. 
Thank you, Daryl. Daryl Dion is. Uh, oh yeah. Well, oh, he, I already had my taco. He, he, had, he had some tacos earlier. Come Thank back. You. We're trying to talk about John Wayne, and he's not interested. Daryl Dion just brought me a taco. That's wonderful. How can somebody buy interest in John Wayne? Oh my God, I'm so devastated. Wow. Boy, <laughs> that f bomb keeps loading up. <laughs> I don't know. You better keep a uh, finger uh, on uh, the button. On the dump button. Well, stick is it sucks. Well, I will. I will do that. Oh my goodness, boy! You and Virtual John Hopwood just don't see eye to eye. Jeez, when I first heard because uh, I had heard about it because you know I hadn't been listening to the show and uh, yes, and I heard that I heard I can't remember where you were using it. And yeah. it was like my God. Oh wow! It, it triggered the old. You don't see anything to say. <laughs> oh, my I God. have lots to say. He's very mean to you. That oh, was seven or eight inches. And he brags. What? He's a braggart. Virtual John Hopwood. I thought it was five in the slack. Oh, about seven or eight inches. Well, that's not what he says. Well, uh, he's a liar. Well, okay. <laughs> the only way, uh, yeah, well, no, we won't get into that. All right, well. Jeez, how much dope have you smoked? I mean, you know. Not enough. Hardy, hard, hard, right? God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, virtual John Hopwood has just been very aggressive today. What about virtual, virtual John Hopwood? I haven't heard from him yet today, but. Where did, uh, he, where did he come from? Uh, oh, C.K. Trowbridge says, you are all, you all are making me hungry. Off to lunch. All right, uh, for tacos CK. or hot dogs? Oh, uh, well, we 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 don't discriminate. There must be something in between, right? Right. Well, I I, I suppose the uh, genderless food stuff. Yes. Well, and my bowels were in an uproar. You can see it on the uh, show. Yeah, you you had a, a difficult... that's why one taco is enough for me. Right. Exactly. I think you've you've learned your lesson. I thought I had like six bucks in my pocket. Mm. They, oh, they, and, 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 call, and call in for the pepperoni pizza later. All right, I think we've heard enough of virtual <laughs> John Hobbard. <laughs> Why is he? Uh, is he making you hungry with all the food talk? Pizza makes me fall asleep. Does it? Yeah, because it's too heavy. The cheese. And it also gets my bowels in an uproar. Right, mm. right. That doesn't well, happen. To, doesn't that doesn't happen to virtual John Hopwood, Of course, because he's virtual. My neurons weren't wired on a matrix from a, a gambling program used on your social media. I mean, my God. Well, I'm not sure if that's true with virtual John Hopwood. I would use the word algorithm. Right. Virtual John Hopwood. Is, it's so old. It's old fashioned. I know. Although algorithms even more old fashioned, but yet it, it's hip nowadays. Can we use the word hip? You can use you you like hip or hep. Yes. You like hep. Yes. Well. And then there's hop. Yeah, yes, you're very critical of uh, oh, virtual wow. John Hopwood. I hear that the real I'm not an imbecile. Oh, sorry. Yes, sometimes you can be John. <laughs> and I hear that the real John Hopwood is going to challenge the two mayoral candidates to appear on the morning show on alternate Fridays and sing karaoke with him. Wow! No kidding. Oh, yeah. That's uh, that's phenomenal. I don't know who came up with that idea, but you know, right. why not? Right, yes. Well, I, I agree. Daryl, how many tacos have you had? <laughs> that's only, well, I only had one, too. Yes. I had a good fish taco from Margarita's downstairs. Oh, wow. I, I wound up eating part of the uh, foil. Oh, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't like fish. Uh, well, I'll tell you. When like, do the food stamps? You know, you can go. You can go down and pick up your cheese now. Oh my! I, the, the virtual John Hopwood continues to talk about food. 
was very nasally in that one. Yes, yes. Well, your allergies are acting up too, huh? Oh, my allergies have been terrible. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, bad, my allergies have been uh, has been awful. You're not a funny. You're not anything. You're just a zero. Oh, I don't know who he was talking to that time. I think it was Jason. Now, who's Jason? I'm not familiar with Jason. The guy that he, uh, Virtual John Hoppard was parrying that day. Oh, right, yes. The guy who got him the F-bomb. Oh, right. Was an F- yeah, it was an F-bomb. Yes, that's true. I don't think you're supposed to swear. Are you supposed to swear or not? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't understand why you, this guy, Jason, you know, I heard something very creative the other day about this amoeba boy. Oh, and, oh, careful. Uh, he gets very upset. That's very oh, hurtful if you, if you call him an amoeba. Daryl Dion from The Morning Show is here. I'm sure Daryl Dion has seen a John Wayne movie in a theater. I don't know who that is, and I don't care. Oh, my goodness. Virtual John Hopwood is very rude <laughs> to our guest. You're not only a Philistine, but a Helot, Matt, Matty. See. Come say it to my face. Good afternoon. <laughs> Good afternoon, Matt. <laughs> That's the John Hopwood you and I know. Right, Who yes. likes to be in combat? Because I'm friends with Jeff Casola. <laughs> we have a few laughs about Yeah, Jeff. well, let's say it. Come and say it in person. Wow. We have a few laughs because he'd seen it all. Yes. He'd been up at the VA hospital. Right, of course, yes. I wonder if your son's, uh, he's never seen a, Ben's never seen a John Wayne movie in a theater. He wasn't around when they were in the theater. Probably not. Mm-hmm. They're Probably re- not. releasing the true, true grit the true, on true May grit. 5th. As far as I'm 8th. concerned, there's only one. Yeah, and the, the remake was like a shot-for-shot shot remake. And as good as Jeff Bridges is, you know, oh, he's a treasure in himself. Absolutely. But John Wayne was John Wayne, you know? Can you the, see them on... The Duke. Uh, you see these on TV, probably? Uh, I no, uh, I guess you oh, can... Oh, I know what's on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> Remember we talked about how that, that's triggering. What, what, the uh, knowing what's on the TV? Yes. Okay. I hate being bored. Okay, well... <laughs> Classic ADHD, right? Right. Yes. Well, we got a hell of a crowd outside. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm glad it's a success. I, I wondered with the rain. Uh, Peter White is supposed to be calling in at some point. You know, he is, of course, the uh, the judge. The uh, yes, and our taco correspondent. <laughs> I'll send him a message. But uh, and I found his hat earlier in the uh, in the restroom. Did you so in the I, restroom? Which, so I brought his hat. The, you mean uh, the Glen R. J. Olette uh, Memorial Outhouse? Uh, no, no. I mean, <laughs> the, I mean the bathroom here. Where the, the flower pot maven set up shop oh, uh, for his no. uh, tacos? No, I, I don't know about that. My uh, <laughs> brain is clogged with all sorts of stuff. Twinkies. And... Oh, you know what Ooh. happened? Virtual uh, John talks about food all the time. Yes, go I was ahead. going up to the VA because I'm now like the VA correspondent for Carol Robido, Manchester, England. Yes, congratulations. And my car overheated, so I eventually waited. Open up the cab, which you know it's a new type of system. Oh my God! There was this plug of like orangey red grunge in there. No wonder why the heater was uh, acting up all. Probably. <laughs> Once I took it out. <laughs> I had heat. What was it, cheese? Oh, it was disgusting. Orangey red grunge? I still what have ca- some of it on what my What kind hand. of car are we talking about? 2006 Chevy Impala. Great car. Never had any trouble with it. One of the GM, when after the GM recovered. and Okay, so started, did the cooling system go funky? Well, I didn't have the 100 bucks to have it flushed out. Uh-huh. And then I was going to do it myself, and we got the cold snap, and you can't do it. So. It's a little uh-huh. tough. It's really tough. Yeah, but, but you know what? Jackass. 
I've been called worse. No. Uh, virtual John since, since the inception of uh, the emission control system, uh, people generally can't work on their own cars. Right. right. Oh, yeah. You can't even get your the hands wrench. The wrench has them. been taken out of all those backyard mechanics. When I was a kid in the 60s, my father, that's how he relaxed. And he once had me and my brother, we, we did a, like a $300 car and then sold it working on it. But, you know, those are the days where you could lift yeah. the hood and see the engine. And there was all <laughs> junkyard. There was a junkyard in Goffstown. You could just go right up there and get parts. Because a General Motors car, no matter what, you could get a part for Absolutely. It. But you, you could just get your body and sling it in there. But every when your fa- when anybody's father was working on a car like on a Saturday, every kid was like out gathered around looking in. I was fascinated by cars. Yeah, my brother was. I wasn't. Oh, you weren't? No, I wasn't. Strangely enough, I was in the car business for twenty five years, and I hate cars. You hate what? What was your? Uh, I worked in service. Uh, what was your uh, mark uh, dealer? Oh, many, many. I worked a Mercedes, uh, Honda, uh, Cadillac, Oldsmobile. Uh, you oh, name, so you were? You yeah, you were. The I was car. all over the place. Yeah, my uh, stepmother was an executive at General Motors, but the final one was uh, GMC uh, and Oldsmobile, and I can't remember Cadillac. I don't think was part of it, but Pontiac won over that. You know, they always had these divisions. (laughs) Well, you're not a car person. (laughs) Remember the who gives a damn? Oh, you weren't a car person. No, no. My my brother loved cars. I I I love them too, and uh, bore. You don't Here's, have anything to say. Here's, You're not funny. You're not anything. Here's somebody that doesn't know John Wayne. He doesn't like cars. That's true. You're I, stupid. But you're an Uber jackass. driver. No, well, you know. Nice but, hat. Oh, everybody's got, uh, I could put on a hat too, and then all four, because Peter White left his hat. I could put this on. Oh, I'll send him a message. And Joe. then we all have hats. <laughs> call in. So Ben well, Dion is here as well. So uh, I'll just say the late 60s, those muscle cars. They were beautiful, just oh, yeah. beautiful works of art. Wow. And uh, I think a lot of people in the 60s and 50s, they, uh, the fathers of like the, of us, the baby boom generation, they love their cars more than they love their wives. I think in some instances you're right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's terrible. Jeez. Oh, and you have to smoke that crap, too. Wow. <laughs> Bo- both were equally as difficult. Well, that's, jeez. Uh, so. Oh, boy. Wow. What a stunning life you must have what a stunning worldview oh you know uh, <laughs> um, this is we getting should, a little old we should explain to ben that uh, the computer's been taken over by virtual john opwood now what happened oh, to, uh... and he and he's been tangling with the real human john opwood it's it's quite uh, no f- end situation F-bomb it's quite times. it's quite uh well, I don't think uh, I don't think you're allowed to. Uh, Aren't you supposed to swear or not? No, no, we no, 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 can, no can, cannot do that. No swearing. And I have to hit the uh, dump just, button. The last thing about cars, I could always tell the social <laughs> class of anybody if they could fix fix a car, because if you brought up middle class or lower middle class, working class, but lower middle class, you had to fix the car because you inherited like the family bomb, mm. and you could keep it going with a screwdriver and a few wrenches. That's but it. Not not anymore. Not anymore. It's no. sad. It's sad because it took out a whole industry. Oh, yeah. A great no, just auto wiped it mechanic. Out. Wiped it out. Yeah. You know? My brother Jesus was a mechanic for buddy. years, and his transition into the computerized uh, car was unsuccessful. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. You have to have training. You have to go to school. You have to learn how the computer works, how to plug yeah, all in the, the certifications. systems checks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a different He world. was a good mechanic until then. And uh, my mechanic that goes dates back when, you know. I he was my mechanic when I left, and now he's b- I'm back. 
he was working on a Beamer. And he's, it's just like a cash cow in many ways. You know, when something goes wrong in that, it's like a fortune. Mm. But they are beautiful cars. Take, I'm taking my ad off to you. You got me. Take, I'm ta- <laughs> hey, there's Ben. Who are you guys going oh, on tonight? I'll tell you what. <laughs> Not John Hopwood. No? Whoa. Not, how about virtual John <laughs> What about Hopwood? virtual John Hopwood? Because if he just takes over I don't the know computer. If we can handle oh, that. wow. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, you heard Carol. She's shepherding me towards a more positive. Uh, All right. Uh, what would you call it? Point of view. Yes. Well, I think that's wonderful. Are you? Uh, are, are you writing for? Uh, why, why are you laughing? Are you writing for? Are you writing for? <laughs> because you, you guys have never seen a positive John. Hall. I didn't only, know that existed. Uh, but he did that one time. Are, so, are you uh, writing for Manchester Inklink on a regular basis? Yes. Excellent. Like That's how, awesome. Like how regular? Like every, well, every week? Well, you put or? stuff in the pipeline. Oh. She's published uh, something. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumbo Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumbo Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. I have three pieces. Uh, there was one today about the clothesline project. Which mm. we can, that's a worthy of a show. Mm. It's about... It's about uh, well, hold, hold that thought because we have a call. Okay. Hi, welcome to Matt Connors and Unleashed. Who's this? Hey, Matt. Peter White. How you doing? How you guys doing? Oh, <laughs> all right. It's our taco correspondent. How are you, sir? The king. Jesus, uh, buddy. We're good. We're in the limo. We have a few contest winners here. We got Adam Curious from Rock 101. We got right. Trevor. Oh, I know Adam. Uh, so far, we've had about, uh, what'd you say, Adam? 20? About 20 tacos. Wow. Yike. Do you eat them all? And uh, I'll tell you what, we're, we're, we're feeling it already. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you probably had enough tacos to make Eric Gagnon cry. <laughs> right. Wow. <laughs> absolutely God. right. He was outside. But we do was have, he? Uh, he was we outside. We oh, yeah. have some uh, drinks flying around also in this limousine that you're seeing flying around. Uh, Are you downstairs? <laughs> so <laughs> it's all working out, guys. Excellent. Wow. Very nice. Very nice. But do you eat all the taco or are you just eating a portion? Well, I was hungry at first, John. I, uh, I was hungry. I didn't eat all day. So yeah. I ate pretty well at first. Uh, now I'm just taking bites. Right. Good job. Good job. Are yeah, you going to eat them all? No way you could do it. Are you going to sample but, every but one? It's fantastic. I'm going to tell you some of the some of the good ones that I think we've had so far. Yeah. Uh, Kasaki Japanese uh, food there over on uh, Lake Avenue. Oh wow. Uh, great dessert taco at Baked. Oh okay. And uh, yeah, it's it's getting it's getting uh, it's really filling up down here. So. Very nice. A lot Very of nice. fun. Good. Have you been up to Republic, which you must have been there, because they had we a great one a few years Republic. ago. We have, and uh, it, that, that was good, too. I, I, I forget. I have a list here, but uh, I'm having a hard time reading it. <laughs> <laughs> Tequila. When did you guys start drinking? <laughs> oh, no. We haven't really been drinking heavily, but there is a, like, there are refreshments here. Excellent. <laughs> well, very good. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's good. Uh, uh but like I said, I think uh, Kasaki uh, so far, I think, was has been my favorite so far. Cool. Can we make book on that? 
Oh, I, I, don't, what? I don't think there's uh, no wagering. There's no wagering? No, no, no wagering. <laughs> no wagering. Very, very important, yes. Oh. Yeah. yeah, no wagering, no wagering. Uh, but it is uh, it's fun. We're on Hanover Street right now, heading up, uh, heading up Hanover, getting out of the way here. When we stop, we usually get about five different tacos, and we just kind of chill out and eat the tacos. So <laughs> it's a lot of fun, though. Yes, it is. I'll bet. I wouldn't imagine you can chill out for too long, though, if you got 69 now, who, places who, who, to there? hit. I'm having a hard time hearing you. Is John Hopwood there? John Hopwood is here. Uh, we also have, okay, uh, I heard him. We also have virtual John Hopwood. What a jackass. Okay. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Ben and Daryl Dion are here as well. Oh, Ben and Daryl Dion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. I love that. Yes. I didn't like the way you said that, Peter. <laughs> yeah, I noticed it. Ben, ben and Daryl Dion. Dion. <laughs> sounded very condescending. Yeah. Oh, and I think uh, Easy G just stopped him. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, he yelled at me across the thing. It, it was, uh, all of a sudden I heard, hey! Yeah. And, and don't forget, <laughs> it was easy. Don't forget it, 6 o'clock. Glenn and his virtual uh, children will be descending uh, on the taco. Floor. All right, listen, we're getting another load of tacos here, so I got to go, guys. Enjoy. But, uh, listen, have a great show. Uh, have fun, and uh, we'll have all the all the results tomorrow. All right, all right. All right. Thanks, Peter. Peter. Thanks, Peter. Peter White, thank all you right. so much. Bye bye, guys. You too. Bye bye. All right, Peter White from the morning show with Peter White and our taco correspondent today. Very was- exciting. I was hoping Daryl was going to have a, what is it, uh, Brussels sprout taco, you know, like WMNH. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just had some at the uh, at the North End Bistro. They're so good. Really? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I haven't been That's there. That's them at the Foundry as well. Oh, cool. Foundry is excellent. Really good. We, you should, we should do uh, a taco. I have herpes. <laughs> a hairpiece? <laughs> what? I don't know. He what? has a hairpiece? Who has a hairpiece? I don't know hair what you're talking about. Oh, okay. What are you talking about? I heard hairpiece. Hair you just, God, you're I, I, you strange. Know. You just say weird stuff. I have tinnitus. I'm not an imbecile. <laughs> no, but I have tinnitus. I'm going right. to have to use those on my show. Oh, well, well. <laughs> you have to use those. The thing is, I mean, if it happens, They're it happens. Triggering. He, just, he just takes over like Hal from 2001. <laughs> virtual John Hopwood, virtual Dave Ridley, the ghost of John McCain. It's like I'm never, uh, I'm never by myself in this room anymore. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, it's it's remarkable. There, we're, we're a little unsure though. We were talking about it the other day about uh, the ghost of John McCain. Yeah, because um, someone was speculating that uh, oh, it was Father Bruno Sarducci when he called in. We were trying to figure out like what happens because he's in purgatory right now. We're thinking, think? and then eventually, once he's done there and moves on to heaven, will he uh, cease to uh, haunt the studio? Probably John not. McCain or yeah, uh, Guido Sarducci? No, the ghost of John McCain. I'm not sure how all this works. I've never been dead. Yeah. Well, you, you go through the bardo. <laughs> you go the bardo. Bardo for what's it, it, It's usually around like 45, 60 days, but it can stretch about two years. Oh, geez, if it you've seems been, uh, particularly wicked. It seems like the ghost of John McCain has been here for months and months, but he was very pro-war, so yes. he's got a lot to answer for. And he he's, clearly was not a war hero. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> clearly. So I don't mean to, I don't know. Am I being too edgy? Jesus, uh, buddy. Yeah, the, the virtual John Hopwood thinks I'm getting a little carried away, I guess. <laughs> I still don't know what's in the box. You have not told us what is in I the box. I was about to ask. Yes. Those cookies? It is an amoeba-like uh, creature I found in the uh, woods. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Is that Yugless? Did you is guys? Yugless? Did you guys hear Yugless call my show the other day? No. He's a, a woodland creature, he, no. he called, and... He did say he was going to be stopping by. What is that? Yeah. I like oh, the sound. Oh, it's a big cup. A big cup. 
Where'd you get Aquarius. that? That's Where'd, a giant cup. Where'd you get that? Probably at some place like Walmart. You don't know where you got it? <laughs> That's kind of weird. I got it so long ago, I don't remember. Oh. And you're just unwrapping it now? No, I'm sending it to my uh, ex-girlfriend. Oh, okay. My uh, brain is clogged with all sorts of stuff. Twinkies. Those light bulbs? Mm. No, I was sending her another one, too. Jeez. <laughs> so you're, you're sending her a, uh, light bulbs and a giant mug? How many mugs oh. does she need? It's the thought that comes. Absolutely. You know, you're a newlywed now. Mm. I've known uh, this uh, uh, dame for how 15 years or so. Oh. Oh, jeez, it's been besmirched. Oh, no. It's a good thing I didn't send. Oh. And this one's Mrs. Always Right. I'll, I'll sell it to you for five, six bucks so I can just pick up some tacos. No. <laughs> I think I got it for like two bucks. Wow. Mrs. Always Right. If you want to have a happy life, this should be your mantra. See, I don't need a always mug. Always right. I don't need a mug to say that. I just always treat her right. So I don't no, need that. She's oh. always right. I know she's always right. There you go. Mm. It took me many years. I take to... my advice from Jerry Seinfeld. On, uh, <laughs> Meet Seinfeld? On, on comedians in cars getting coffee. You guys ever see that show? Oh, yeah. I love it. That's my favorite thing. Him and um, I think it was uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus he had on the show. And uh, Some great episodes. They were, t- they were talking about marriage. And um, his advice was, his wife says, you're wrong. And he just goes, I know. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's true. Jeez, how much dope have you smoked? I mean, you know, hardy, har, har, right? Wow, virtual John Hopwood is really uh, surly. He's, he's off the rails, man. <laughs> I know. Oh, my goodness. I'm glad I don't have to live with him. I know. That would be uh, be terrible. Wow. If intelligence was electricity, this guy couldn't oh, spark a firefly. Like oh, no, no. Why? That he was... was- that was a clever line. Jonathan, or whoever it was that called, was right. I heard that one from my father in 1966. Oh, really? Yeah, it did sound a bit dated. But that's all right. I thought it was funny. Everything old is new again. Right, yes. Like John Wayne. Oh, like John Wayne, yes. Yes. We had a fascinating discussion about John Wayne earlier. The listeners loved it. Did you guys hear earlier in the show uh, one of Glenn's uh, adopted sons from Ghana called? No, I did not. Yeah, Little Meat. It was great. He's uh, it was it was nice to uh, nice to speak with him. He talked about Daddy Glenn. He spoke and, some Swahili, which is not normally spoken in Ghana. Right, right. Yeah, it was very exciting. Really? Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny, Daryl. It's uh, Glenn is multicultural. Apparently, he, I mean, he adopts American children too. Well, that's I thought good. He's bicultural. Quebec. He, and, oh well, you might be thinking the United of, States. You might be thinking of, of something else. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've been thinking about John Wayne, but nobody wants Jesus, to talk about it, buddy. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, John Wayne is a, a fascinating uh, topic, but uh, <laughs> it actually is, <laughs> and is burning up the social media. Is it really? Well, oh, well, wow. Okay. Oh, it's more fun to talk about than Robert E. Lee. He never owned slaves. John Wayne never owned slaves. No, he didn't. Are you sure? I have a terrible feeling someday we're going to find out that he did. I know why Trump doesn't talk about John Wayne. Do you know why? No. You never hear him talk about John Wayne. His two wives were Mexican. That's true. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, they spent so much time shooting the uh, movies. Well, see, now I'm going to get into that. I know everything. about. uh, I've written over 600 biographies on the Internet Movie Database. They did. They shot a a lot of movies down in Mexico because it was cheaper. Right. And a lot of the – a couple of cinematographers and a lot of the actors were actually big stars in Mexico. I know a lot about Mexican cinema, too. Of course, I can't speak Spanish. 
Can you 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 uh, did you learn Spanish? No, I took no. French in high school. Uh, my father told me in 1973, learn Spanish, not French. It's the language of the future. But who listens to their father, right? Uh, right, well, Daryl. Jack, Cass. you're exactly right. Mm. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. I, I like I like virtual John over there. <laughs> I don't. Well, he just uh, he haunts the. Uh... Ooh, this, what's are, that? Are you, uh, it's vir- it's a uh, virtual Brendan. <laughs> oh no no he he's uh is that the end Jim Morrison? Bill oh it's a big Bill's Donuts Bill's Donuts is back baby. <laughs> what's, that's that's wonderful great work. Oh, the wasabi. Looks great. Yes. Looks great. fantastic. Yes, yes. The, the coleslaw, they, uh, uh, Joe Lavasser is suing for the intellectual property rights because uh, Bill stole his uh, recipe for the coleslaw. Oh, wow. <laughs> I know Glenn. <laughs> it, it, he, Theo's has the best coleslaw. You think? I, I love coleslaw. I know Glenn enjoys the uh, sausage crawler. Oh, he does? Yeah, it's not on there, sausage but it uh, should be. Oh, it is delicious, <laughs> I'll have to admit. Wow. What is Heidi Hamer like? I don't know. I've never even met Heidi. Why are you asking me? Well, I thought she's uh, your pen pal or something. Who Heidi Hamer gives a mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> Who gives a damn? Apparently, virtual John Hopwood doesn't care what Heidi Hamer likes. I've known her since 1964. Right? Yeah. Well, so you should know what she likes. I don't know what she likes in crawlers. Oh, well, why don't you ask her? Maybe she'll call in. Oh. I don't know who that is, and I don't care. <laughs> Sorry, right, we, the, 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 the Dions are here. Yeah. Let's, let's have them say a few words. Yes. What, what would you... Uh... No, grow up. What, what do you... Grow up. <laughs> Live in the real world. What do you, what do you, what right? What do you have? I made money uh, writing about I movies. I don't think we even need a guest. I'm just going to play <laughs> virtual John Hopwood. Well, if he decides to interject, I mean, there's not much that... Seriously. Uh, there's not much he can do about it. I mean, he just, uh, you know, what can I say? What do you guys, uh, what do you guys have? Coming I'm not up? an imbecile. What do, what, <laughs> what, do you, what do you guys have coming up on the weekly die on tonight? Uh, well, this week we have uh, uh, Amber Cannon. She's from Uncharted uh, Tutoring. She does uh, some work with art and science. And Is that Ryan Gorman? Uh, <laughs> no, what's her name? Where'd you An- get that one? That's a good one. Yeah, but it's not Ryan Gorman. It's Amber something, right? Amber Cannon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, virtual John Hopwood doesn't uh, listen very well. He doesn't follow along. No. He's got no. tinnitus. No. And other problems. Yeah, so it should be pretty good. So I met her uh, a couple, about a month ago uh, at an event, and um, she actually, her program is in some of the schools, an after-school program. Oh. Um, so she, I believe she went to school for art, so we'll talk about some art and science, and I think she brought some stuff for us to take a look at, too. Uh, I think she left her bag outside the door. So was that hers? I think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. I wondered. What, I wondered what that was. I'm pretty sure actually, that's actually, hers. I thought that was John's. I'm assuming she's no. at the taco tour. So we'll be talking about the taco tour a little bit too. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. What yeah. kind of delicioso? Yeah. What kind of what? What kind of bag? Just a bag. Just oh, I had. A, I have a box. Right. <laughs> no, out there there's a bag. I think there were two bags. I think. Yeah. I think it's her think stuff. Two, yeah. Yeah. Is she a bag lady? Mm-mm. No. 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 She's a. Nice Here's lady. like a poster child of well everybody. In the world, thinks fatuous white guys, Americans are imbeciles and the privileged and just plain worthless. I don't know what that has to do with anything. Uh, What's that John about? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what he's Trump. talking about. What is that? I think that's do? the best part is you don't know the context, right? But yeah. it could, knowing, sounds like Trump. I'm talking knowing about. John. It could be anything, right? That's true. I yes. can tell you, it wasn't about Joyce Craig. Fair enough. Well, yeah. good. 
Come on down to the Hop Knot at 1000 Elm Street, Manchester's premier craft beer and gourmet pretzel bar. Tell us more, Trudy. We make our dough fresh every day. We make a variety of styles of pretzels and serve craft beer, cocktails, and a few bottles of wine. We do the traditional pretzel, and we have multiple flavors for that. We also do stuffed pretzels, pretzel sandwiches, free dessert pretzels, and pretzel knots. The Hop Knot in the Brady Sullivan Plaza at 1000 Elm Street. He's not, he wasn't a general in the sense that he was four stars, which is general. Right. But he was a general. Yeah. You know, it's all a matter of semantics. Jeez, the sibilance. Ooh. I've been having... Ho, uh, ho, ho. It's too much saliva. You need to change the processor to that voice that uh, my old honey loved, you know, the deep, the deep uh, macho voice. You need one of those uh, squeezy things that'll just suck all the saliva out Rawr. of your mouth. That's what you need. Rawr. Wow. Yeah, it's a general, technically. Says here, Flynn's attorneys declined to take issue with the description of the offenses in Mueller's initial sentencing memo and did not offer an explanation for why Flynn lied to the FBI. There was this uh, thing I was reading before about Flynn was kind of trying to say that um, it's not his fault that he lied to the FBI because... No one bothered to remind him that there that it's not okay to do that, Ooh. and that there were serious penalties. So it's not his fault. That's how he was kind of trying to spin it, or that's how his lawyers were trying to spin it. Yeah, there's a, a Supreme Court decision where uh, you know, unlike other law enforcement agencies, where you can basically say, eh, you know, say things before you get your Miranda rights. You can't lie to the FBI right off the bat. <sighs> So if the FBI comes to see you, just invoke the Fifth Amendment. Ah, so that's what he should have done. Oh, yeah, it's, that's it's not a right, joke. constitutional right. It's not a joke lying And then you have the all the jackasses on, uh, you know, uh, cable TV saying that, oh, he invoked the Fifth Amendment, he's guilty of sin, stuff like that. But, you know, huh. better that than going to jail. Um, in his uh, in his seven page memo he filed uh, just just before three p.m. today, Mueller uh, fiercely pushed back on Flynn's argument. So this is what Mueller wrote. Uh, what was uh, what 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 was it that uh, the prosecutor uh, the uh, you know, wrote? One of the part of this personas, you know, you you got like, you know. You know, you know, you know. See, this still, I, I, it's still sibilance. I legitimately get worried when you do that, that you're having a stroke because I don't know what, to, I guess I'd call 911, right? All right. So, no, uh, you, you hail some, a passer, passerby. Oh, okay. Uh, preferably an upright carbon life form bipedal with a, uh, you know, so chromosomal matrix XX and she'll come up here and give me the. Kiss of life. Oh, okay. So I just open a window and yell out the window, hey, he needs a kiss. Somebody up here needs a kiss of life. And he's having a stroke. It's, you know, he's maybe he should just throw me out the window. Stroking out. Right. So that way you'll be closer to the person who's going to give you the kiss oh, of I, life. Oh, I, I meant that there were certain individuals that came here to oh, give me the kiss of life. Right. I understood. Just let me pass. <laughs> so here's what Mueller wrote. Coconut. It's hard as coconut. <laughs> A sitting national security advisor, former head of an intelligence agency, retired lieutenant general, and 33-year veteran of the armed forces knows he should not lie to federal agents. That's true. He does not need to be warned it is a crime to lie to federal agents to know the importance of telling them the truth. An officer of the United States military cannot lie. That's right. That is a... It's not a joke. 
an offense that will ha- make you, lead to you being cashiered to get back to your metaphor of you know the cash register. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Oh, wow. No. You, you're, no you're one wants to be. Matt. No one wants to be cashiered. You're welcome. Matt. Thank you. Yes. Some conservatives and allies of Trump have seized on the memo from Flynn's attorney as indicative. The one-time National Security Advisor was entrapped by and bureau agents biased against the president. Indicative. What? And what does that mean? And indicative. What is it? What, what does is indicative mean? Means indicating something. It's indicative. Oh, well, I was just thinking of the root dick. Oh, like Dick Nixon. Right, Dick Nixon. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I would say that probably the second greatest president in the history of, uh, of who's the United States. You know, like the gold standard of this stuff. Although the Donald is going to, you know, set a new standard like Palladium. I, he already has. He yeah, already has. Because clearly. platinum is less than gold. Right. At least in the market now. Oh. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aren't you, aren't you surprised? I am surprised by that, actually. Oh, I was checking the spot metal prices before I came in here. Oh, for, good. For the Bitcoin. Oh, right. Uh, I'm glad you did that. Oh, well, yeah. Yes. Uh, it says, indeed, Trump tweeted yesterday that Mueller's prosecutors offered Flynn a, quote, great deal great because deal. they were embarrassed by the way he was treated, unquote. Oh. I don't think it works that way. Oh, no. I don't think they offer you a great deal because uh, they feel badly about how you were treated during your questioning where you ended up lying to them. I'm pretty sure that's not how it works. Well, you know, General Flynn did get a great deal done at the mattress shop. You know? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, good for him. A lot of baloney. A lot wow. of crap. Mm-hmm. A lot of mud. <laughs> Trump also alleged that, quote, the FBI said he didn't lie and they overrode the FBI, unquote, an apparent what? An apparent reference to a report from House Republicans showing the top FBI officials testified that the agents who interviewed Trump, um, um, Flynn rather, observed no outward indications such as changes in posture or tone that indicated he knew he was lying? Well, Matt. What? You, Matt, what kind you, of an argument is this? Matt, you have <laughs> to understand. You know, you don't have, you've, you've, you've never been imprisoned except, you know, in the local ponds. Oh, certainly. And override is a concept of, you know, it has to do with the status when you're jailed. Like, who, you and your cellmate, who's going to ride topside? <laughs> oh, wow. I don't even want to. It's an override. Think about that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, you, 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 you want to slip a but little guy. But you decide not to put out. Hmm. Well, he's going to be in some trouble when he's going to be singing the prison blues. I guess so. And yodeling. Wow. Uh, So Mueller did respond to that as well. He wrote, quote, the interviewing agents did not observe. uh, Is it indicia? Is that how you say that? You're asking me? Indicia of deception. An indicia of, is that an an indicia with a C? I would ask. With a C, oh, is it indicia? Sibi- like trying indi- to stop the. Sibi- obviously, it's a it's a different form of indication. Obviously, it's probably indicia. Did not observe Ooh, indicia, indicia of deception. There we go. Well, this is prison. You know, man's prison. <laughs> oh my goodness! We well, want to use gendered language. That which, that's right. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. 
Mind hard. And had the impression yeah, yeah. at Co- that coconut. time. Oh, yes. Coconut. And had the impression at that time Put that the, the defendant the was not lying or did not think he was lying. Oh, he didn't think he, he didn't think he was lying, Matt. That's what it's about. <laughs> you know, he didn't think he was lying when he lied. Right. You know, of of course. A, yeah. Know, a very subtle legal concept. As long as he didn't think he was lying when he was lying, oh, then it's know, okay that he it's, was it's lying. It's called center, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Is it hotter than the melon? Is it as hot as a coconut? I felt like you were looking perhaps, for that. Perhaps, yeah. perhaps. We'll see. Yes, well. He's going to be a hard kid. His cellmate might be a hard kid. <laughs> he might be, yes. And he'll be the old one. Uh, oh, my goodness. Wow. Well, okay. Well, that's very exciting. Love you, son. Uh, Mueller also wrote, quote, Members of the presidential transition team were likewise misled by the defendant's false denials. Those misimpressions do not change the fact, as Mis- the defendant has misimpressions. Misimpressions. Yes. Was that the uh, woman uh, that uh, David Pecker shut up? I don't think so. I think misimpressions. No, no. I think uh, I think the misimpressions were uh, like a, a R and B group in the sixties. Oh, mm. oh, yeah, like the Ink Spots. Right. Right, right, right. Those misimpressions do not change the fact, as the defendant has admitted in sworn testimony to the district court, that he was indeed lying and knowingly made false statements to FBI agents in a national security investigation. Unquote. Oh, unquote. Mm-hmm. I like the way you uh, say that. <laughs> Do you now? Yeah, you have a real radio voice. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, yes. It's easy on the ears. Well, that's the idea. You ears, know. Uh, you know, is often uh, like a cognate for arse in England. Right. We'll see if the general's uh, cellmate's easy on his ears. I, I, I guess yeah. we'll uh, we'll find out. Once again, it's time to clean the equipment. So, oh, yeah, well, you know, you know, he might not have the opportunity to do that before ramming the sense of justice into the general. Right, yes. Oh, boy. So that's, uh, uh, wow. Boy, I almost uh, don't know where to go. Well, we only have a few minutes left because I do want to play the uh, Slicko. I hope Slicko is still listening. We're going to play his uh, track once again to end the show in a moment. But I think we have time for probably one more quick thing. It's not quite uh, quick. 5.30. Yes, yes. I, I, I'm always in favor of a quickie. Oh, really? Oh, well, yeah. well, that's a you know, little TMI. but uh, oh, 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 you know, rather than a long long you know scared go for a quickie the Mueller probe uh for anyone who's interested has cost more than two uh 25 million dollars so far well that's a drop in the bucket for the federal government right always with the anal probe that's how why i thought that matt was an alien when i met him oh probe (laughs) right no not there are uh code words there are different kinds of probes you know are there are there uh would you like to enumerate them for your audience? Um, no. Oh. Uh, it says uh, Special Counsel Robert Mueller's investigation uh, into uh, Russian meddling, etc. Russian is up to more than $25 million, according to new and previous expenditure reports. The oh. special counsel's office said in a new filing today that the expenses for Mueller's team over the six-month period from April 1st to September 30th 
added up to 4.5 million. Well, 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 Matt, you 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 know the cost of good deli food in New York has <laughs> just become prohibitive. Yes, well, it's mm-hmm. awfully expensive. Uh, that's a lot of money to to spend on a witch hunt. That's for sure. One of these witch hunts where you just walk out of your front door right. and all the witches are just landing in your front lawn, right there in the yard. That's a lot of money. And who was that? who is that speaking? Uh, that was Joe Scarborough and and his lovely bride Mika. He sounds a lot like Lawrence O'Donnell. It's the final word on MSNBC. Oh, the last word. The last word with Lawrence O'Donnell. I thought it was the final word. The... Oh, that's the apocalypse. That's Glenn R.J. Lett, you know. What is Glenn... Oh, you didn't know that what does Glenn Mr. Ouellette was apocalypse. an agent of the apocalypse. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, that's uh, got me rethinking my uh, yeah, hip-hop uh, partnership with him. I'd... If he's an agent of the apocalypse, I don't want uh, the apocalypse to happen. It's gonna, I, I got things to do. It's going to really mess up my schedule. Now, I'm not a lawyer, but I would counsel you. Go easy on the diss tracks. Really? Yeah. Hell is a very hot, nasty place. Yeah, well, I'm more worried about MC Hammer coming after me than anything. Do Yetis go to hell when they die? No. It's not, I've never heard anything about a Yeti heaven. There is a, heaven. There is a Yeti heaven, and it's very exclusive. It's only for Yetis, and it's amazing. There's uh have you had, we have our own yeti deity it's fantastic. Have you indeed had an afterlife experience? Well, I haven't actually died. You've had an after uh, Norman friends experience that's, that's continuing to go on. That's true. I was I, you know, I was Norm's co-host for 35 years. It's just uh, gone I in the blink of an eye. I was 28. Oh, no. when you add in the seven years of the hologram. Right, yeah, yeah. No, it was, it was about 38 years. It was just under four decades. Mm. I was Norm's co-host on Norman how, Friends. How come he seems to have aged, but not you? Well, I'm much older than I look. I've told you. I use oil of Olay. It keeps my skin soft and supple. Oh, I thought the preferred product on the fourth floor was Vaseline. <laughs> no. I stand corrected. No. No, I'm uh, 72 years old. You'd never know it to look at me, but... Uh, and I feel it. Mm. Yes, I think that you know the what they call they don't, they don't call it castration with Yetis. Do they, they say fixing? <laughs> that probably you know is one of you know major factor well, in your youthful looks. Well, we actually don't allow that. I know I have to clean mine every week. So uh, yeah, we don't allow anyone to come at us with anything sharp. Do you clean yours every week? Every other week. Every other week. Thereabouts. No need oh. to go crazy. Mm. So that's well, an interesting quickie, you know, for the well, audience or tidbit if you'd like to go. More of a tidbit, yeah. Well, I don't like. Uh, I don't want my fur to be dry, so I have to keep it conditioned, and uh, so yeah, about, about once every two weeks. I mean, more so in the winter, obviously. I noticed that your cupid bow has disappeared. Yes, I didn't wear it today. Where's your little tiara? Ooh. Well, that wasn't mine. <laughs> Ooh. I think, uh, or, or, yeah. or, or, oh, I see it up there. Is it up there? It's probably broadcasting, you know, thoughts from another I dimension. I don't see it. Well, yes. Well, it's in a color you can't see. Sparkling diamond. Right, right. Yes. Oh. Hmm. I, Whoops. Oh. What was the color of the... That didn't work. I had to laugh at that one. Hmm. If, uh, you know, I'm not a member of the FBI, so you can lie to me. Imagine your new bathroom. 
a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Thank you.